All right, guys, I got to share this story with you. So I just got to go visit some some wonderful family. I got to go visit my brother-in-law and sister-in-law in New York. They live just a little bit north Thanks. of the city. And uh, I got introduced to something this weekend that now I'm kind of seeing it all over the Internet. And I'm like, man, we got to talk about this uh, because I think it's something that could potentially behoove us um, down the line. And that's something that has come out uh, from a company called OpenAI, and it's called Ch ChatGPT. Have you seen this, Ben? Yeah, man. Uh, it's it's so interesting to see, you know, it's like we followed the last couple of years. We followed pretty closely with like a lot of the AI stuff and a lot of the AI stuff so far has been, it's been close. <laughs> it's just not been, it's not been exactly on point. You know, we, we've played with a lot of, uh, of course, huge, huge thing with image stuff lately. Uh, you see it on everybody's Facebook profile with, you know, artificial intelligence image generation yep. based on your image. You're seeing a ton of stuff with like, copywriting in the last probably two years with people trying their best stab with like jasper.ai things like that mm -hmm. and <clears throat> does a great job um but you know that i think what what happened in the last probably week with this chat gpt is in and if i'm gonna see if this is what you're seeing too is everybody has sort of seen it level up in a way that it's not so much what chat gpt is right now i mean it's impressive don't get me wrong it's it's impressive but what with like this level up of the kind of content that's being generated. I think that like everybody's now sitting there saying, okay, what happens a hundred iterations down the road from this and how fast can we get there? And yeah. I think that's the thing you see this progression of where we were to where we got uh, with chat GPT. And it was a huge step. Yeah. It was like a huge step in terms of like, and I know you were telling me a story beforehand of something you put together. And I, I think we should talk about that. Like what, what, you know, you threw something together. What, what was the search you did? Yeah. So well, I'll start it even just from the beginning of this thing. So we're all sitting around literally around the Christmas tree, just kind of talking mess uh, literally about nothing. And, right. and someone starts talking about this, this app that does this thing. And so my wife gets on there, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, we all get on there and we just start testing this, you know, what feels like a toy. And so we're, th right. we're throwing all this different stuff out, trying to get it to spit something back out to us. She literally told me the other day that she used it. My wife used it to be able to draft an email to send to someone that she had just interviewed because she couldn't cut quite think of the words that she wanted to say. And it drafted this right. beautifully written email. It's just unbelievable. She jumped on there. She had a friend, uh, actually my brother, uh, brother-in-law and them were talking about a friend's uh, birthday that was coming up. And they were like, Hey, can you write a poem about my friend that I've known since I was in high school that was in my wedding and just gave it all these key pieces. And they spit out this beautiful, like, song that was just awesome for her birthday so just the intelligence that's behind it is unbelievable yeah so but but that's the big thing so i of course i start playing and yeah i'll tell you my first response my first thought being a writer at heart being a content creator at heart like we are i'm like right screw these robots like I don't want them. I don't want them involved. They're trying to take my job. They're going to eat our medicine. If you remember the Saturday Night Live skit, they're going to literally take over the world. But that's right. that's what I was trying to avoid. But now I'm starting as I'm starting to play with this thing. I'm starting to see a little bit of value here. And I think it's to be honest with you, I think it's something we're going to be able to talk about for a while. But I even put together I as I was thinking about the topic we were going to talk about today, which is why we have our good friend Tabitha Thomas here with us today. And I'm excited to get to that. Um, we were talking about social media and how to how to use social media to drive small business. So I literally jumped in this app, dude. I wrote 
the, the here's the words that I wrote. Write a 500 word blog post about how to generate revenue for a small business using social media. And you should see this post. I'm like, I I don't know. I could not have written this any better. I mean, obviously. It's, it's using all the keywords that I want it to use. It's taking all the specific information and putting it in a great spot. And, of course, now my head's just ringing about all the different ways that we could use this. It's insane. Well, I, and I think that, you know, where I get really interested in this is, um, you know, I, I think the initial fear for a lot of copywriters, a lot of content creators is this is something that's going to take my job. It's only going to take your job if you uh, continue to do your job the same way week after week, month after month. Yeah. It, what's really interesting about this technology is it replaces things that are happening when you're tired, when you're not on your game and it sets you up. And I think one of the, the hardest parts about a writer, uh, a content creator, somebody that, you know, manages social media for businesses. One of the hardest things is to get off the ground hmm. and to get started. And, and, you know, the worst thing is to be looking at a blank page or to be looking at a blank design document. And, you know, that, that's one of the things that's hard. And with chat GPT, you know, we get into this and, and we have, you can really, really quickly generate all these sort of pathways that you can go down. And I think the thing that, you know, from a copywriter, content creator, social media ma manager, things like that, it's having those places to jump off and then, you know, spicing things correctly. Yep. And, and I think that's where, you know, where we're going today is going to be really interesting because um, our guest, Tabitha Thomas, uh, is part of a company called Social Rotation. And what Social Rotation sort of did was the same thing. Uh, but they've disrupted sort of social media. So the traditional sort of, you know, social media route that people did for years is you would pay uh, thousands of dollars a month for someone to come in and create content every single month for your business. Um, and, you know, if you got a couple of pieces of content a week, uh, that was great. If you had somebody that was doing, you know, a few pieces a day, that was extremely expensive, um, especially if you got someone to do it right. And kind of what Tabitha's company has done is they've sort of put it in this world where they've taken all this data over the years of social media content that's done extremely well already, and they've put it at sort of the fingertips of somebody that's just starting. So if you're a chiropractor, if you're a dentist, if you're you know somebody that owns a restaurant, you can click a button and say, this is what I do, and the tool generates a ton of content for you that's ready to go out of the gate, and this is content that has already been proven to be successful. And so... It's not that you want to completely turn off what you're doing with social media and not look at it ever again, but it gives you all those pieces so that you never have sort of that off day. And that was the fascinating part about this whole thing for me. So I, we've got this big interview today with Tabitha that's sort of the the brains behind you know how this thing works. And she's developed this app uh, for a long time. And so I think we're going to have a whole lot of fun. So uh, I think she's ready. I think she's heard us blab enough. So let's dive in. Let's do it. Tabitha, our friend Tabitha, what is going on? Thank you so much for joining us today on the Zero Progress Secret Podcast. We're excited. We get to uh, sit with you and, and, and just jam about this amazing tool that you guys have and how you're actually seeing it being used with success all over the place. We've talked a little bit off camera about some of the things you're seeing. I'm excited to get into that a little bit. For, for those listening, it's it's kind of an odd little scenario that we have going on with with uh with with us sitting in here in the same room and like interview Tabitha because we work on the same team and, and we we're uh, we're gonna dig into all that. I know it's gonna be a great uh, conversation because uh, and I'll just give everybody a spoiler alert and I know Ben will agree. Tabitha is awesome. 
Um, she is a huge, huge piece of our serial progress seeker team. And I'm just going to be real with you. She has been absolutely, absolutely instrumental, instrumental, sorry, in helping, uh, make it sure that, uh, you know, I made my way into this crazy world. So I've always been very, very thankful for, for your help, Tavitha. We're so excited. And honestly, that's where I want to start because I, I always kind of believe in setting the table a little bit, but, uh, to set that table, Ben, why don't you help me set that table, dude? Talk to me about how you and Tabitha first crossed paths and, and uh, what letter to the Serial Progress Seeker team. And then let's dive in right right into getting to talk about this awesome tool that she has. Um, so, yeah, I'm a new chiropractor in a town that um, I'm not you know incredibly familiar with. Um, but I'd gotten a, go- a gig working with another chiropractor. And one of the first people through the door to say hello to me um, and to welcome me to the town was Tabitha. Huh. And just one of those situations where, um, you know, it was like, you know, you're, you're really sort of trying to, the ground's not solid underneath you. Like you get to this new place, you're trying to establish something, uh, figure out kind of how you fit into all of it. And like I said, there's, there's just not solid ground underneath you. Everything's sort of unsteady. And then, you know, really there's a few people that I can name that really made me feel like, Hey, I can do this. And Tabitha was one of the first people to come through the door and be like, hey, who are you? Uh, my, this is who I am. And, you know, <laughs> she came in and, you know, was just very, very welcoming to me. And it was one of those things that right away, you know, you have a lot of people that you meet out of the gates. Um, but not everybody's, you know, super inviting and super genuine. And Tabitha was always that. And so that that was, I mean, Tab, that was how we kind of met, right? Like, I, what was your angle on that? Because <laughs> it was like, how how did you... How did you perceive sort of our opening? Are you like, I don't even remember you. She's like, I was was just trying to get my (laughs) back cracked, dude. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at that time, I worked for a a small, by the way, thank you for having me on here. This is going to be fun. It's going to be more like three friends sitting around talking more so than a podcast. But yeah, so uh, I worked for a small media production company. I was obviously out there trying to generate, you know, business and just get to know people. I was very active with our local chamber of commerce, which Ben, being a new chiropractor, started to become involved in those things because he saw the importance of, you know, getting out there and getting to know people. And so we ended up a lot in the same circles as far as the chamber is concerned. And then we both joined the the local Lions Club organization. And so we always found each other in the same circles. And then obviously I needed to get my back cracked. So it just all worked out, uh, <laughs> worked out great. So that, and I had a tendency to, to bribe chiropractors with donuts. So that, that helped as yes. well. So hundred percent, hundred percent. So that's how we kind of got to know each other in the very beginning is, you know, like I said, Tab is one of the first people that kind of welcomed me into a community. And then, you know, I got to be around because Tabitha was a part of an agency that was doing digital things at a very high level. Nice. And, um, so I got to kind of see what they were doing and, you know, part of my whole shtick with how I grew my practice early on was very much social media. And, um, we were doing a very, very good job of growing our practice by doing some unique things with social media that a lot of other people weren't quite getting. Uh, and so this is, you know, early days of Facebook pages, things like that. And so we were doing a good job with it. And so we, we kept sort of ending up together in these things and, and we actually ended up throwing a summit, uh, okay. together where uh, we sort of did this thing and that we partnered with the Chamber of Commerce and I came in and taught social media. Uh, Tabitha's company came in and taught a variety of different things. And, um, but it was all kind of, it, you know, it was all themed around sort of social media. And we, we, we got to all kind of 
stand up on stage together and talk about things that we were passionate about. Like I really wasn't in that spot where I was taking on clients or anything. I was just a chiropractor that like loved what I was doing. Uh, but they were, you know, they were out there hustling, getting clients. And um, it was just fun to sort of be around that world of, you know, not only is social media working for me, but this is a company that that's what they offer. Like that's sort of their thing that they're doing. But I think really quickly out of the gate, um, all of us, Tabitha, realized there was a lot of limitations um, to what we could do with the technology at the time for social media because we knew we needed a lot of content, like mm-hmm. a lot of content. <laughs> and, you know, and it was one of those things where I think all of us at that point were starting to sort of figure out what it actually meant to generate that kind of content so that we were there present daily and showing up in people's news feeds. And so, like, where were you guys on that? Because th- we weren't working together at this point, you know, but where were you, what were you guys, this is probably like what, 2011, 2012, you know, I was probably earlier than that. I actually showed up in my time hop today. Like my memories oh, nice. today, it was like talking about the social summit, which is kind of funny that you brought that up. So, uh, Your so our, our big yeah. focus back then was always video production. Cause that's always been our, our right. thing. Obviously we would put stuff out there for ourselves and for our clients, but ours, ours definitely at that moment and where we were with that company was definitely video production type stuff. So your, your specialty then was social media. So that leaned more towards you than us um, right. during that event. But then we brought in some, a few other people that, that had some things to do with that as well. Right. Well, and so, you know, that's the thing. It was, you were generating a lot of content through video and mm-hmm. I know your process because I actually went through the process with your company and kind of how all that came together. Uh, our process was more static, you know, image-based type content mm-hmm. and like text-based stuff. But that was it. It was like we were generating content for businesses from two different angles that would help people like bond with them without actually having to go through the doors. Yeah. That was always sort of the the vibe is like how do you get somebody – to decide that they want to do business with somebody before they ever step foot through the door, because that's that's the hardest thing in the world is to get somebody to actually go through your doors. And so, social media marketing, any online marketing, it's really to you know number one make people become aware of you, uh, but then to get them to decide that like oh yeah this is this is a good situation I feel comfortable with these people before I ever go in. And I mean that's how I built a practice. That's how you know you guys built an extremely successful agency is because. You guys were really good at doing it for yourselves too. And mm-hmm. and and then, you know, you would start to see these client videos that were produced by Tabitha's agency at the time. And you'd be like, oh yeah, like I want to look like that business mm-hmm. does. And not only were they, I mean, like not only did they have the tech side down in terms of like, you know, what this, you know, how to shoot the video, but they also had a really good process into getting people to sort of come out of their shells. And so, you know, we, we sort of sit in that mode of, of we're doing this. And, you know, that's kind of how we started, Tab. I mean, mm-hmm. we were very much coming at those angles. Like, where things started to kind of get interesting was a little more down the road. Um, and, Tabitha, I'm trying to, like, kind of figure out where this is. But there was sort of this serendipitous moment where <laughs> Tabitha, you know, was kind of looking for a new gig. And we were kind of looking for someone to come in and help us with some stuff. And so, like, yeah, how did we so- sort of kind of come together? So that agency grew. We started in a little bitty town in Southeast Missouri, like Ben said, the same town that we were in. That agency grew to a larger town, Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Both of you know where that is. And then it ended up in Phoenix, Arizona. And so I was flying to Phoenix every eight weeks, but I was ready to expand my family, have that third kid, but flying every six to eight weeks. Kind of put a little ender into that. So I decided (laughs) that I was, I was, I love Phoenix. I love flying. I love traveling. Um, But I was kind of done with that whole scenario. And so I, I called Ben. I was like, listen, 
I know you, you're out there in the public and I know you're around everyone that I know. If you hear of anything, let me know. And he's like, can I call you back in 10 minutes? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so he hung up the phone 10 minutes later. He's like, can I hire you? I'm like, <laughs> well, that's not exactly where I was going, but yes, yes, you can. <laughs> so um, it just kind of worked out that way that just plans kind of the, the stars aligned. How about that? And that was, oh my gosh, eight years ago. So, well, so yep. yeah, I want to dig a little deep. I want to know a little bit more because, because Ben, I know that we've talked about this a lot of, on the podcast and, and and we obviously we are all cut from the same cloth. But how did you know that Tabitha was cut from your you know kind of backs backpack lifestyle type cloth? What what was it about her that was kind of appealing on that standpoint? Because obviously she's got the skills the from a technical standpoint, but she obviously must have had something that kind of got your brain going because she picks up the phone. And you're like, uh, we need her. Well, I'm that's, always that's around. So funny. I'm just grading on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the. Uh... The thing that, the thing that sort of is, is sort of, you know, what is, what, when you say cut from the same cloth, what is that cloth? I think that that's the important part to say first. Yeah. And, you know, where we come in is my people are very entrepreneurial in the sense of, and I don't mean entrepreneurial and they're like, oh, we all want to go start businesses. I, I mean, entrepreneurial in the fact that like we're all very much builders. And we're all very much, we're going to do whatever it takes. We don't, you know, we don't care if we're sweeping. We don't care if we're, you know, everybody that is here will do the job and figure out how to do it. And so, you know, that was the thing about Tabitha is like, I actually didn't have a job for Tabitha at the time, (laughs) but it was one of those things where it's like, there are moments in my company where it's like, I just know people that will do a good job. And even if it's something that we, you know, even if it, the the big opportunity doesn't present itself five ten years until down the road, it's getting the right people in place so that when the opportunity and the wave sort of comes, you've got the right people to make sure that you can handle that wave. Yeah. And so with Tabitha, you know, we didn't have a job for her at the time, but we were like, uh, we want her on board. We will find it. We will get her there. And we want to be. We want this person in our life because this is the kind of this is the kind of human that you can build something big with. And I think that that's you know, if there's a strength that we have in our company, it's it's really finding those people. And, um, and, you know, putting those people in spots to help us do do big things. And so that was it. And so, uh, you know, from there, you know, kind of where we got to first is we really started kind of trying to help people with the social media thing. We really, like, I I had a huge problem with social media in that I looked around for people that I thought could help me grow the chiropractic office even further by helping me with social media. Nobody was really equipped for us. Um, we were looking at either spending, you know, three thousand plus dollars a month to do what we needed to do to grow, or doing it ourselves. And at the time, you know, budgetary concerns, you know, it, cash flow wise, it just didn't make any sense to hire a company to do that in that small market. But we still needed it, and so we were literally cranking out social media content for ourselves. We did a good enough job that people started asking us for help, and so we started, you know, kind of doing that. Tabitha was sort of the lead on that, but. Tab, and I'll let you kind of walk through this. What we were doing for people social media wise in the beginning was extremely difficult. And so, like, walk me through kind of how we were stringing all this together. You know, when we were, when we would have a client come in, because we had like our makeshift agency to start, when we'd have a client come in, like, how hard was it to, what was the process of putting the pieces together to set someone up with images to schedule? And like, it it was a nightmare, right? I mean, it was, walk us through that. 
It was time consuming. There's the big word there. It was time consuming. So it started off with, you know, coming up with all the content that you had to create as far as what are the ideas behind this content and then getting a graphic designer around to get them to create all the content. And then at that point, when you're done with that, then you had to upload all this content somewhere so that you could store it so that you could use it later on. And so we were using a service called Amazon S3. And so we're putting everything in Amazon S3 and then we're going to another, you know, social scheduling platform, which I think at that moment was Meet Egger. Um, which yeah. is a great platform, but I was taking everything that I had created, putting it in S3 and then from S3 into a, an Excel spreadsheet and then from an Excel, Excel spreadsheet into uh, Meet Edgar and then get everything done. And it was just, I mean, literally the whole setup process took me probably two weeks and if not more than that, depending on, right. you know, graphic designer type stuff. Wow. So, but just the, if, even if I had the content done, it still took me over a week to get everything done just because it was just, it was labor intensive. Uh, and to get was, content out there for those clients, yeah. And there was a lot of pieces, you know, that I remember that, like, if one thing broke down, we were so behind because there yeah. were so many breakpoints in this process. Mm -hmm. And you know, and, and that's the thing. At that time, we were so ahead of everybody else out there. It's like, you know, what would cost you know a company? They'd have to charge three thousand dollars to do what we were doing, which is two pieces of content a day. Mm -hmm. You know, it, they would have to charge like a three thousand dollar. We were sort of sitting in that range of you know three hundred bucks at the time. Two three hundred bucks, and it was we had margins. We were making a little bit of money, but like it was a lot of work, and there was a lot of breakage, and it, it was one of those things where it was extremely difficult for us. And I think you and I both hit a point where we're like, we can do this better. Uh, well, I remember in that moment, I was like, I never want to do this again. I'm like, just find yeah. me something else. I'm done. I'm like, I hate that. I literally hated it at that moment. Yeah, um, yeah. So the fact that I do that full time now is just kind of crazy to me <laughs> because how bad I hated it back then and how much sure. easier it is now. So, well, and it, it, we've both done the work. That's the thing, you know. I've yeah. done that work too, and it's it's just like it's it's so time consuming because you know of of the work that's actually involved if you're doing it in a manual way, and that by the time you get done, you're exhausted and you're like, well, we got to go on the next. And I guess the big thing is, is from a from a us running this from an agency or if you were doing this for like your own business. Um, it's it doesn't scale. It doesn't. It's not something that like you can make money on. And you know, from an agency, it was hard for us to make money on it because we'd get done, we'd be exhausted, we'd have to move on to the next one. Now, once you got it going, it could be good, but it was a, so much effort to get there that like it just sucked the life out of you. From a position of like Tabitha, a business actually doing this for themselves, like oh man, you know, this was this was our full time gig. But like, let's say you were a business that you had to do this for yourself and then you had to actually go do the real work that actually yeah. made you money. It just, it makes zero sense. And I think that's why so many businesses just kind of don't do what they need to do because it is so difficult. And so, exactly you know, right. they just don't do that, it. They don't have time. They don't have the energy. Right. It just does not happen. Yeah. Right. And so I, you know, I think that that's, you know, probably five years ago is, is when we really started to kind of look at this and be like, what? What can we do that possibly, you know, puts this together? And so I think the first thing, and, and, you know, we sort of went on this big search, like who has an application out there that, you know, can make this easier than what we're doing? And, and we, I mean, we came up, came up pretty negative. There was nothing out there. And nothing. so we, we started to go through the process of building, um, of building something. And so my dream, you guys, and, and this is, you know, I, I feel like I was there, uh, you know, very heavily in the beginning, and then Tabitha has just sort of taken it to this this crazy place. But when I my first vision of this was is, 
I can tell you over the years, I can look back at my past Facebook post. I can look at the Facebook post um, and social media post of other businesses, and I can tell you the content that's going well. But you know, how do how does that data help me in the future? And what can I build that you know I can sit down one time, I can put in the work one time, and then for the rest of the year, you know, my social media is good every single day. That's what I wanted. I, I wanted something to where I could have a rotation of content. You know, every three months, there's a it just rotates back through my best stuff, my greatest hits, and uh, it continued to bring me value. Um, but there was no blueprint for this at the time. I mean, like there was companies that were doing it in a big way, but their blueprint was completely off limits for any small business. I mean, this this you know companies that were making a few million dollars a year. Uh, in profits, sure, they could afford this, but most small businesses out there are completely out of reach. And so we we decided, hey, you know, can we build something that does this? And so this starts the trek, uh, Tabitha, that we go on. And so Tab kind of walk us through the process of like where we started, where this thing kind of went, and what the process has been with social rotation, because you know, social rotation really came through this process of. We were extremely frustrated because social media was not something that was financially viable for most businesses. And we thought mm-hmm. it should be. This should be something that everybody is able to use, especially because through the pandemic. And this is, you know, we got to make sure we touch this. Through the pandemic, a ton of people were sitting at home wondering if their favorite restaurant was open, mm-hmm. wondering if their chiropractor was open, wondering who was still open, who was, who was still surviving. And a lot of people judge that not by going to a website that had been sitting there for a year. They judge that by going to a Facebook page or an Instagram page and saying, have they posted lately? And if they had, they knew they were still around. And so this is where we really knew that what we were doing you know, mattered. Um, but Tab, walk me through the process of like inching up and kind of what we were, what our vision was and where we were, what we tried to do. So I would say one of the big focuses, or at least it was for me, is the biggest hurdle for businesses was the fact of creating content. Yes, they knew they needed to do it. Yes, they knew they needed to create a schedule, but okay, how do I create that content? How do I have something out there to put out there? I don't have four, six, eight hours a week to devote to that. And so our big right. hurdle in the very beginning was give people content that they can use, um, but then also brand that content with their logo and that and that on that content so that when it is going out there to those social media platforms, that it is coming from that business and it is branded. So one, your competition isn't stealing it, but two, if they are, they're just helping promote you, which is a, you know, a good thing as well. Um, so our biggest thing was, was getting content together. And so that's the big thing that still to this day is one of our driving factors is, is being able to give businesses content. And right now I want to say we have 80 different, um, content packs in a variety of different niches, which is our biggest thing. Um, and like you said, not just having content today and tomorrow, but to be able to repurpose the good content so that you always have something going out there. So our big thing is we want to be able to give you content so you don't have to think about what you got to post today or tomorrow. You still have the ability, if you've got something going on in your office, you still have the ability to go to your social media platforms and talk about whatever it is that's going on that week. But if nothing's happening or you're busy with your customers and your clients and you don't have time to touch social media, we want to be able to fill that gap for you and, and to be able to put those posts out there so that you don't have to do it um, so that you've always got stuff going out there. And you, like you said, always look like you're busy, that you're open, especially during the pandemic, because you never know when somebody is actually you know in office. We always made that available for them. So 
that was the big thing and just making it really easy. So, um, and that's been the biggest, I think my, my goal for 2022, and I think we've accomplished it was making the software unbelievably easy to use um, that you could go in there in a matter of 10 minutes. And now I think we've got that down to like three minutes is set up an entire year's worth of posting and in, in minutes and get that, uh, get that done. Well, and so I think that's something that like, not, we don't talk about a lot publicly that I think, you know, we should dig into that I, that I'm very fascinated with is there's a whole research process in how you build those packs mm. of, you know, because a lot of this, a lot of this content, you know, is content that is already proven to be, you know, something that works on social media. And a lot of people, I, you know, a lot of our customers that are actually paying us, you know, you know, in social, you know, to do something in social rotation for them every month. Uh, they don't realize, you know, sometimes I think they just know that they've got content and that it's working for them, but they don't know the research process that goes on beforehand to make sure that it's content that has already been proven to work in the niche. So talk me through like some of that process of like when a pack is getting built, what's the process of like going out and finding, because, you know, this doesn't get talked about a lot. And I think it's really interesting how you guys are researching this stuff so that by the time it gets created and it hits our platform that we already know it's going to win for any business mm -hmm. that does this. And so how, what's that process like to build a pack from the ground up so that we know that by the time it gets to somebody actually using it, it's going to win for them. So it's a, like you said, a lot of research. So a lot of the times when we're getting ready to, to do a pack and since we were kind of talking about chiropractic, that's usually what I use for my example is I always try to put sure. myself in that customer's shoes. So not, not the, not the doctor, not the business owner. I put myself in their customer's shoes. So if I'm somebody that's going out there and looking to find a chiropractor, what are the questions that I'm asking? What are the things that I'm looking for to get answered from their website, from their blog post, from their whatever? And so I start Google searching, what does a chiropractor do? What, how do they help me? What are the type of things that they help with? And I try to come up with all those answers that people typically will have in their own heads. Maybe they don't say those out loud, but the things that they go through their heads when they're trying to find this new business to fulfill whatever need that is. And then we try to get the social content to match and answer those questions. Um, so that's really where everything starts. So it starts with a lot of blog post reading. It goes with a lot of articles. I do a lot of stuff on Pinterest. And then I start looking for other social media accounts in larger cities. What are they talking about? What are things that are popular on their post and things like that? So that's kind of how the, the research goes into. Well, and it's the thing I think sometimes, you know, it's it's easy to think that, oh, well, there's this pack here. But like, did they just put a pack together willy nilly? And like, no, there's like this big process that you guys go through before the designers ever get it uh -huh. um, yeah. of what works. And so and then it goes to a design team. And, you know, this is a, a crew that has been vetted and we've we've built this network of people over the years. I know you guys have been like really hardcore, you know, I started, you know, sort of a process and, and like you guys really refined this process. Uh, so like from the design team, you know, we get that going, they build this stuff. And then, you know, we have this really good looking stuff that pops off a page that lands inside of the social rotation app and walk me through what happens when let's say a, a new chiropractor discovers social rotation today. Walk me through the process of like what it looks like to sign up in terms of time they land on that front page to getting actual content on their page that the system is doing. But more importantly, because I think this is the big selling point that you guys have is, is how long does it take from landing on the page socialrotation.com the first time to having content for an entire year for like a, for like a chiropractic office? What does that process look like? 
literally takes like three minutes. And that's from the time you land on socialrotation.com, you go and sign up for an account, which right now we allow you to do like a seven day trial, which we'll give you guys a link to that if you want that. Um, so you can cool. do a seven day trial, tr test it out, make sure that it's going to work for you. Uh, but you don't even have to put in a credit card. So you literally create a username, password, get into the account, and then our onboarding sequence pops up and it's literally four questions. Um, so the first question is always like, what's, what's your industry? Then that's, you know, narrowing down what kind of content that you're looking for. So we have um, 60 to 70 different industries. It'll ask you, you know, which one you, you fall in. So if you're a chiropractor, you're going to select chiropractic. Uh, next, it will ask you to um, connect your social accounts. So you've got the option of a Facebook page or a Facebook group, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Google My Business. So you can connect any one of those accounts or all of those accounts if you have them all. Uh, third step is we'll ask you to add your logo. So it's, so it's able to watermark your logo on all of those things. And then the last thing is to just turn on the scheduler. And so it will have three different pack options in there for you. One of those is gonna be for chiropractic content. Uh, then we give you some kind of generic type. I say generic just cause it works for every business. Uh, motivational content, engagement content, right. things like that. All you have to do is toggle that switch on saying, yep, I wanna schedule it. And when you're done, literally you can have content going out that afternoon. I, I love that. And, you know, so I, I want to actually hit on a point that you just said, um, because when we say generic content, I think people can get the wrong idea, but like the number <laughs> I need a new one, word for that, don't oh, I? <laughs> no, it's good. No, it was good because, because you did kind of qualify it. It's like motivational content. And this, this was like the biggest thing that I did to grow my business in, in, you know, my town when I was, when I had the chiropractic office. And, and honestly, this business, you know, serial progress seeker is, you know, I'm a very motivated person in terms of like how I think about the world and like how I think about things. But if I didn't put that out there, my business wouldn't grow. Like it's such an important part about how my business grows. And so this motivational content is really interesting. And, and it, you're right. Every business, you know, whether you're a restaurant, whether you're a chiropractor, having something that sort of is that little pick me up for people that happen to follow your page or, you know, you want to talk about content that actually gets shared motivational type content is the kind of content that, you know, wherever it lands, people will share that stuff out because it's that little pick me up that we need through the day. And that's my favorite part of social media is the stuff that I'm like, Oh, that's yeah, I needed that. Mm -hmm. And so those motivational packs, I think that like, that's one of the things that I really love about the software is like, yes, you've got this very niche specific stuff, mm -hmm. but then you've got this stuff that fits just about anything. And what's so great about the software. And it's such a little subtle feature is that before every single post goes out, it gets stamped with the logo for the company. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and that's, it's by the time it hits the social media pages, you can't separate it because it's like, here's the content in the system. Here's your logo. And it combines it before it puts it out there. And so what actually lands on these pages is an image that is branded with the business. So even if they don't like outright share it, which is what most people just do on social media, they'll just share it on their page, things like that. But even if they were to like download the image and re-upload it, it is branded with that business. And so it's this really interesting thing that the software is doing to constantly put the brand of the business in front of people um, day in and day out. And I, and I think that that's powerful because, you know, even though we're using, you know, even though a, a chiropractor in Seattle is using sometimes the same content as a chiropractor in St. Louis, it's very much content that is branded for that business. And, you know, it's powerful it, because like I said, this is once again, you guys are putting up content that's been proven over and over again in that industry. But when you can brand it that way, it's cool. So, 
you know, I, I think the very interesting thing for me, and I want to ask you a little bit more about this, but the very interesting thing for me is I think most businesses out there have sort of decided that social media is hard and it's something that they can't spend their time on because of what it was two, three years ago. And quite honestly, what it is with a lot of companies still to, to, you know, to have to generate content to put into a social media scheduler is hard. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly difficult. Especially, especially um, small business, right? Like, yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't have the staff, much less the time and, and, and effort to be able to do that. So, right. And so what happens if instead of having to focus on, oh, I need to post something this week, I need to post something today. What happens when you know you're covered every single day, morning and afternoon, you got something that's going live? Like you already know that. It's already there. It's already programmed in the system. It is ready to go. What happens when you don't have to focus on that anymore and all of a sudden your only focus is, is oh, we're having a special this week and I should probably post it on social media. Cool. You pull out your phone and you do that. You have something that cool that happened. Maybe you show up to a ribbon cutting. You take a picture of yourself. You post that. You're never worried about having to post something just to post something. You're posting something because it actually mattered. And you know that you can have that sort of laid back vibe about social media, which is where – this is – be honest. This is where social media gets fun. Like yeah, when you're is. only – yeah, when you're only like posting stuff or, or thinking about, hey, I, I'm going to post something because I had fun doing it. I went to this event. I showed up at the Lions Club. I helped with the ribbon cutting. You know, I had this patient that wanted to say something nice about us, so I took a video of them on my phone today. When you're when social media starts to when that's your thought process, not oh my gosh, we haven't posted this week. I need to get on that. It, it's not a job anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I think what I social think that's, rotation. That's, go ahead. What? Sorry, I interrupted you. What I think social rotation does a good job is its whole role is to educate people through social media leaving you the opportunity to make connections and relationships using social media. So that's, I think is the key difference. Like we focus on educating your people, making sure that you're active and alive where you can, like you said, connect with people, grow those relationships, show the really interesting things, like just make those, those real, because that's what people really want. That's what they don't want to do business with a business. They want to do business with a person and they do that by building relationships. And you can still do that through social media. Um, Yeah. So. No, I, I love that because I think that, you know, the hard part for a lot of people is by the time, you know, we all want to use social media to actually talk to people who are like on the cusp of coming in to spend money with us. Like that, mm-hmm. that's where like I love that. But sometimes when you're so exhausted from creating content that, you know, generated those interactions in the first place, it's tough. But when your only job is to do the fun parts, which is to talk to people who are this close to spending money with you or this close to spending, you know, more money with you and they, cause they've already spent money with you. That's when social media turns into something that is like a lot of fun because you know that every interaction you have, uh, you hear that little cash register ding in your head and that, that's fun because, and also from a, you know, a non-money perspective, you're actually making an impact in people's lives. It's hard sometimes to connect. Oh, I created this social media post. How did that create an impact in someone's lives? Social rotation, you know, from everything that I'm seeing in the content packs that you guys have. You're right. It's education. It's stuff that is teaching people. It's starting a conversation. I think that's the big, the big thing. It's always this content that is starting a conversation where somebody says, "You know what? I didn't know that really." And well, they'll it's answering questions you didn't realize you had. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's yeah. like I, I think that's my favorite marketing is the kind of marketing where people, you know, it's like I wrote it better than you felt it. Uh, I didn't even <laughs> realize that I was thinking that. 
or that I should think that. And now it's creating these questions in people's minds where, you know, it's time to have an interaction and it's, it's, it's really setting up a business owner. And this was social media was supposed to do in the first place. It's set up a business owner to be the expert, not to be the person that's creating social media content all the time, because who wants to do that? And that's, I think where the tool has done a very good job. And, you know, when we first, you know, thought about this tool, I remember we had like maybe four or five packs of images yeah. that we had put together for like four or five different industries. And, and you know, that's where we started in like, we're, you know, you guys are like up to 80 now across all these different in- industries serving all these folks. And I know that, you know, I know one of the big things too is, you know, we have a lot of people that are like, I love this application. Uh, can you do this? And, you know, I think the other big thing that is always unseen about social rotation is the the research that you guys do. Because like I said, I've seen you guys have an industry say, hey, we want to do these things with you guys. Do you have a pack for this? And you're like, no, but we have built this research team over the years. We built this graphic design team that can turn around content so fast and it gets into the system really quickly. So like I said, it's it's this thing that you guys have sort of disrupted the whole market. Go ahead. Like I know you have. No, I was going to say, and we don't take. We get lots of suggestions all the time, and we don't take every suggestion and create a pack from it. Like research goes into it right. before I say, yeah, that that's a good idea. So right, right, and and I, that's the thing. It's it's always uh, you know from what I've seen, it's always a process of if, if we put this pack together, is it going to make an impact on a lot of people? Yeah, and can we do it right? That that's yep. the thing. Can we do it right? Yep. And so. Well, and so, then on top of that too, we've got the content pack. So we said 80 or so content packs that we have done for you content. It's already done, ready for you to go. But we also have Canva templates for people that are wanting to create customized content. So maybe uh-huh. um, we don't have, maybe there's not a pack in there that fits them or they've got a, a, like you said, a promotion or a special going on or something that they want to talk about. We have 77 and I'm probably off by this, but around 77 uh, Canva templates inside the software as well that you can go in and use, customize that, upload that into the system and use that as well. So yes, well, we've got done for you, but we also give you options to create custom stuff that's specific to your business. And I played with this too. And it's like, you click a button, it opens up a window, there's the template, you click the template and then you bring it back into the system. It's like, and that's the thing is it's like, you can be as involved or not as involved as you want to be. And you've still got content going to your social media every day. And I think that that's the thing is, you know, getting back into sort of like high level thinking mode about social media, when you've got content that's coming down every day, it sends a message to anybody that's visiting your page. One of the things that I do, and Tabitha, you said this, you like to travel. Me too. Mm-hmm. I know Marshall loves to travel. Like one of the things that I do when I travel is I'm very bad about going to a website anymore when I'm looking for a place. So if I'm looking for a chiropractor in a new town that I'm at, because that's something that I do, if I'm looking for a cool bar and grill to go to, I don't do that on Google Hmm. a lot of the time. I don't do that on Yelp a lot of the time. I'll go to Yelp. I'll check out the reviews there. But before I go to an actual place, I go to their Facebook page. I go to their Instagram. And the reason I do that is because – I want to see what's happening in that place right now. The website, Yelp, like Yelp reviews are great. I mean, like Yelp reviews are great. Google reviews are great. But like, I'm not getting a clear picture of what they're doing right now. If I go to their social media, I know the next show that's coming up at that restaurant or or bar. I know what's happened that day in the business. And it's so incredibly important that there's something that was posted that day because it tells me subconsciously, it tells me that that business is on top of it. <laughs> if the last post was five days ago, it was 10 days ago, it sends this really subtle message to me that like, okay, if they're not on top of it here, 
are they on top of it inside of their business too? And you know, it's it goes down to the whole uh, Van Halen Brown M and M's thing. I don't know that you guys know the story, but oh, like, yeah. do you guys have you ever heard about the the rider? So you know, in Van Halen's rider, there used to be where they like request food before a show and all the things that are specific to what they're doing. Uh, they used to request M and M's, but only brown ones, right? <laughs> or or was it to pull all the brown ones out? I can't remember, but yeah. it was one of these things where it was, very it was like this very specific thing, and you know, it seems very rock starish. Um, but what that actually was is Van Halen knew that any venue that actually satisfied that M&M thing paid attention to details. And you got to think when you're going on stage and there's a lot of electricity involved and there's a lot of things that can fall on your head, <laughs> um, you want places that are – so like they would absolutely have the ability to pull out of their contract if that part wasn't fulfilled in their rider, which it sent a signal. And that's the thing with social media – if you see social media done right, odds are that if they're paying that much attention to that, that what's going on in the business too, they're paying that much attention. And so as a business, you want to send the message, this is in, this view into our business, into a window into our business is important to us. And I don't know a lot of businesses, uh, unless they have a dedicated social media department, unless they're paying thousands of dollars a month, can pull off a lot of content that is really educational, that's really good. Unless they're using something like what you guys have put together, Tab. So I, I'm a I'm a huge fan. I, I think anybody that's out there should give it a shot, especially because it's free to start. You know, go try it for seven days, check it out. Um, and, and I think that that's it. You know, our belief in social media comes. You know, we come by it honest because all of us have literally built our businesses with social media. Like that. That's where it comes from to this day. This podcast gets chopped up into pieces that go out on social media and have grown our business month after month. Like we believe in all of those pieces of the puzzle uh, because we've seen the results, not because it's like somebody, some guru out there is telling us that, you know, this is what it is, but that's it. So in terms of social rotation, this is my last question. <laughs> Where are you guys going in the next little bit? Like what's the, what's the vision? I know you guys got a lot locked down in terms of, hey, you got your entire year. You can get it set up no matter what industry you're in in three minutes. Where are you kind of going with this moving forward? <laughs> My focus for 2023 is definitely, you know, we've always been a very uh, image driven company. That's always what we've been focused on. I think 2023, our focus is going to be moving towards video production, videos, uh, getting videos put out there. So right now, uh, we are currently beta testing being able to post videos, and it is very, 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 very close to being done. So by 2023, it would definitely be up and running and going, and we're going to be adding TikTok and being able to add uh, more Canva templates for people to be able to upload their own videos, maybe podcasts, being able to do snippets and things like that. So that's definitely our focus for 2023 is videos, which is, uh, which no. is, is good. Which is, you know, th this is our... This is our thing. We've we've gone all in on video, Tabitha, obviously, uh, with Serial Progress Seeker. And, you know, I think the thing that we really look at is uh, what Marshall and I have really looked at and figured out is there is a lack of reliable tools to put video on social media. And this is the, it's like it's like this replay in my head tab of what we saw five to ten years ago with, you know, static image content. We have a, we create the videos. But it's a really tough thing getting all the videos in all the places that we want to get those videos. And so 
I think that you know, I, I think that's a huge thing that you guys are doing. Um, I we're betting big on 2023. If if you know, you think video was good, you know, the last few years, short form video, long form video, just wait uh, as what's coming in the next couple of years. And so I think we're gonna you know be in an interesting place. And I'm I'm super interested to see what you guys do in terms of innovation on number one, making that process easier for everybody that's mm-hmm. wanting to do video. Uh, but two, you know, some things that, you know, what are some things you've never seen done before uh, that we're going to be able to do? So I- I'm excited. Um, I just listen. I know you are super busy uh, <laughs> because I-, I see the work that you do every day. So Tabitha, I just want to say thank you for being here with us today. Thanks for walking us through kind of what social rotation does, how it works, you know, where it came from. And uh, thanks for your time. I-, I really, really appreciate it. 